What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. How the fuck you live? How the fuck y'all? What is up, folk? And welcome to the podcast, where I might. That's throwback right there. Where I might, I might just fuck around and speak on it. And that's if I am wilding or if I'm not. Wilding for the utmost respect. This is your one and only favorite Wody Chaka. Just another nigga, once again, with no bitches and an opinion. I'm out of breath. I can I, I, I gotta stop smoking. I gotta stop smoking. I gotta start getting comfortable back on the mic with this podcast shit. You know, um, how y'all been living? I'm doing all right. Uh, let me say today, I was kind of, what's the word? Overwhelmed. Later in the day with a slight bit of sadness. I'll get to it later on in the episode. Um, I did get my car fixed last week, picked it up today. That's a uh, pretty good news, I shall say. My water pump went out on me. The tech, man, I thought it was, I thought we was down and out. Honestly, I thought we was down and out. Um, water pump went out, shit was making all kind of noise, rat tat tattling in the motherfucking engine. Shout out my peoples. Hooked me up with a mechanic. Bro, bless me. Mad love. Shit was like $125. If I would have took it to the shop, ain't no telling. Ain't no motherfucking telling. I just knew the tech was down. I was looking for cars. I'm like, shit, now nah, give me a new car. All this and that shit. But nah, we good. On top of that, got my window fixed. Ain't no more, you know what I'm saying? Leaning out the back when I pulled through the drive-thru. Window go down now, all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Big orders. Big orders when I pull up through the drive-thru now. No hassle for the transaction. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no more leaning the seat back, hanging out the back passenger window. Nah, ain't no more of that. Ain't no more of that. Fuck you mean, boy? Come on now. I been him. But uh yeah, so that was that was pretty good. Had to go down to the OC this morning. Come back. That was a nice drive. Had me a, a little rental all last week. Let me just say, from driving that little Hyundai Elantra, first I felt like a little bitch when I was in that shit when I first got it. But then I was like, you know what? I actually like this little car. Um 
And now going back to the tech, nigga, it feel like I'm driving a motherfucking tank. Jesus Christ. It feel like I'm driving a tank. The tech is heavy. God, it's a heavy-ass car. Heavy-ass car, no power. Just slow as can be. Got to get me a new car. Uh, Got a new job. Job number three. Went to orientation on Friday. First day was supposed to be on uh first day was supposed to be Sunday. I quit. And you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, or I was thinking like <sighs> Am I protecting my energy, health and wealth? Or am I being a pussy? See, it was package handling. And it's a very demanding job. A whole lot of bending up and down, picking up packages, loading trucks. Niggas said they want a thousand per hour. That's one box, one package every four seconds. You should aim for that. But if you do one every eight seconds, they're not mad at you. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do that shit. See, what really fucked me up was, so the lady calls me, and she's like, all right, let me, hold on, let me turn this shit down. Um, the lady calls me last week, and she's like, well, we got openings for, uh, we got openings for, like, Wednesday through Sunday or some shit like that. I think it was Wednesday through Sunday overnights i'm like nah i can't do overnights because i already work overnights and i work on the weekends overnight so they ain't gonna work i said what works best for me is monday through friday now on indeed it said that it was going to be what three to four hours a shift you know because i'm just like look i just need a little extra cash just an extra little bit for the part-time and uh the lady calls me back She's like, all right, I'll put a note there. We can go through, but we're not hiring for that right now. Maybe in the next week or so. Two weeks or some shit like that. Shorty ended up calling me back like two or three days later. And uh, she's like, all right, we got you. But you're going to have to work a weekend, Saturday or Sunday. I'm like, "Uh, all right, that kind of doesn't work, but... We'll see. I go to orientation. I go and talk to the dude afterwards. I'm like, look, bro. Y'all niggas want me to come in on Sunday, first shift, 10 a.m. I didn't work Saturday from 5 to 11. I didn't work Sunday morning from 12 to 8. You want me to turn right back around at 10? I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I can do that, bro. Like, you know, I already told him that weekends don't work. Then he was like, well, what's the earliest you can come in? I was like, uh, I, w- I really wanted to say one. I was like, uh, 12? He was like, oh, yeah, 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 just come in at 12. I'm like, all right, for sure. Then I thought about it and thought about it. I said, nigga, I'm not doing that shit. I am not doing that shit. Because that shit was going to be motherfucking, it wasn't going to be just a fucking, uh, it wasn't going to be just a, re- a regular fucking, uh, you know, a little part-time nigga. That was damn near a whole a whole nother full-time job. 
Now, granted, the check would have been something nice. Niggas get paid every week. So that would have been nice as fuck. I ain't even going to front. And uh, looking at my bank looking at my bank account today, I would have let it got that check on Friday. But I was like, nigga, I just I already got a bad back. Like, I ain't trying to do that shit. I ain't trying to do that shit. So a nigga just going to have to find another motherfucking job. That's just all it is to it. But, uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. Because that's all I was going to be doing was working from 3 to 11. 3 to 11. Then come here. Work from fucking 12 to 6. Like, nigga, y'all, y'all got me. Y'all got me fucked up a little bit. Y'all got me fucked up just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, that's that. And that's that on that. But uh, let's get right on into it. You know, I was going to do an episode last week, and I was going to be talking about protests versus looting. But being that the protest and looting and rioting and shit like that has kind of died down, I said, eh, I won't I won't necessarily touch on it. But what I will say is I kind of fully support it. The rioting and the looting. Because if you ask me, what else is niggas supposed to do? You know, uh, white people, or I'll just say the opposition, whoever you are, but, you know, a lot of white people, they be real opinionated, be speaking with their chest, and when they tell you, or when they got a suggestion for what you shouldn't do when it comes to black people in America and how we react and feel about getting gunned down and shit like that by these motherfucking police. But then when you ask them what you're supposed to do, you know, uh, the first thing they're going to say is, uh, that's what they sound like. That's the first thing that come out their mouth. Uh, niggas ain't really got no answer. Again, speak with their chest. Speak with their chest when they tell you what to do or what you should be doing. Cat got their motherfucking tongue when you ask for an alternative. What's the other options? Motherfuckers don't know. So this week, the headlines have been filled with Sports activity. Athletes. Kyrie Irving, for one, was talking about the return of the NBA and whether or not the players should play. Him, along with another current player, uh, Dwight Howard, piece of my nigga, Laker gang off top, I want to say maybe Pat Bev, uh, Stack, Stack 5, even though he ain't a current player, but Stack 5 is also on the side of the NBA shouldn't come back. It's going to take away from what's going on right now. You know, trying to get this, what's the word? Uh, Trying to figure out 
the civil unjust. And you know, the homie, the homie OG in a group chat uh, had brought it up earlier this week, maybe last week, how he felt that he was on the side of Kyrie and them. Like, nah, niggas shouldn't be playing. It is going to distract and this and that shit, you know? And at first, I was against it. Well, not against that, uh, but I wasn't on that side of the argument. And I'm still not. But the more I thought about it, and the more I thought about it today, what I'll say is, I want them hoops back. I want them hoops back. But if the players did decide not to play, I would actually be very happy with that. I'd be real proud of that, honestly. I'd be real proud of that because that 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 is a big big show of, a big show of support. A big show of support for real, you know? And maybe and maybe that would Not expedite, but take further, quick, fast baby steps, maybe, in change. Because like OG was saying, the NBA does have sponsors and big corporations and stuff like that. And if you affect the dollar, that could influence some shit. Because my thing was, all right. If niggas sit out this season, then damn, you might as well sit out indefinitely. Sit out for the next five years off the bat. Because we talking about systemic shit. We talking about police reform. I don't necessarily know what the NBA got to do with that. And unlike the NFL... The NBA has always been progressive. When the shit was going down with cap and all this and that, the NBA was on the side of the players. NBA was on the side of the players. Y'all want to protest, however y'all feel. They were standing on side of what should be the right side of history, the right side of a movement of Black Lives Matter. Compared to the NFL, well, we know what happened. And we know how they giving it up. They not trying to hear none of that shit. They wasn't trying to hear none of it. Ain't nothing bigger than the shield. Nothing is bigger than the shield, you know. So, again, I'm like, what's the point? What's the point of sitting out when... What we're hoping for, the change that we're looking for, ain't going to happen tomorrow. If I knew shit was going to flip 180 in 2021, then I'm like, for sure, sit out. This is really going to help. But we really, I we we looking at this, you know, with the, uh, what's the word? This is a long-term thing, a long-term investment. 
This is a long-term investment. Shit is not changing tomorrow. Shit ain't changing next year. If we being mad honest, if we being mad honest, a little too honest, I don't think that there's nobody in my generation that believe we're going to see wild change in our lifetime. I don't think there's anybody in my generation, my era, that believe they children going to see it. But it might. But I don't believe so. We got 400 years about this shit. In America. We got 400 years behind this shit. It's not changing tomorrow. It's not changing tomorrow. So I'm thinking like, shit. Imagine LeBron. Big stage. After hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy. Lays down a solid-ass speech. National TV. Speaking on this shit. That's a hell of a platform. That's a hell of a platform. Again, I understand distractions and this and that, but it already looked like motherfuckers is getting distracted. If you look at these protests and shit like that, they slowly turning into a party. I was looking at uh, one shorty's IG the other day. It was a Sunday, matter of fact. Sunday, there was a there was a big march in Hollywood, and it was kind of um, tied in with uh, with Pride Month. So there was a there was a big parade, or or not parade, but a but a, a protest or a march. But the long story short is, nigga, the shit turned into a goddamn party. And I've been thinking, because I went to the protests uh, last week or the week before. Now, granted, this is almost one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. And I'm just looking at all these white people out there, especially all these white women. And I'm like, yo, these niggas low-key looking like they hijacking the movement. Like, it almost don't even look like it's turned into Black Lives Matter anymore. Like, that's the front line. That's the headline, Black Lives Black Lives Matter. But it's almost as if everyone that feels a way about the system or feels that they've been wronged or whatever is trying to put they shit into it also. And, God damn it. Just because the nature of white women, they just got a list of shit. You know what I'm saying? They got a list of shit that they want to, you know, argue about and shit like that. (laughs) They got a list of shit. So it's like, y'all niggas might be doing a little too much. Y'all got to stay focused on what we really talking about right now. It's Black Lives Matter. Is Black Lives Matter. Not none of this extra shit. Not none of this, you know. I even seen someone saying, uh, speaking of with the Pride Month, I even seen someone saying a couple weeks ago about like, who was it? It might have been the Joe Budden podcast where he was like, you know, 
I hear it. Oh, because he was talking about the dude Bobby Porter. And he was saying how uh, black people, you know, right now we're talking about how black lives matter and this and that shit. But at the same time, we'll still low key look down on, we'll still look down on and run down on, uh, on the gay community, you know? And he was like, how we supposed to, how we supposed to, um, how is a black community we supposed to come together and all this and that, but we still kind of, I don't know, still shunning a part of our, uh, a part of our group, a part of our people. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and that makes perfect sense. I truly feel that. I truly feel that. But I kind of felt what Joe was saying too. Like, I hear that, but right now it don't need to be no extra black trans lives matter, black gay lives matter, just black lives matter, just black lives matter. And if and, and it should, it should fall under just that umbrella. Like, why should we be saying black gay lives matter, black trans lives matter, black lesbian lives matter? Like. Why should we be saying that? But I can't be naive. I can't be naive to the culture. I can't be naive to the culture that I can't be naive to the culture that not necessarily those groups I don't want to say they're not included, but are kind of excluded, you know? Hold up, because y'all know where I'm at. Let me time out my shit right quick. So I I I I I I surely felt that. But again, how else are we uh Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nigga on the clock. A nigga on the clock. You already know how I give it up. But, um, yeah, you know, that was just that. That was just that. That was just that. Um, I say all that to say I am on the side of, uh, to, to just go back to what I was talking about earlier, I'm on the side of the NBA. I am on the side of niggas coming back because I want to see the Lakers win the motherfucking championship. <laughs> I want to see the Lakers win a championship. What can I say? I want to see the Lakers win the championship. Maybe I am selfish. Maybe I am selfish. Maybe I do want a distraction. I don't know. But I know I want to see the Lakers win a championship. I do know that for damn sure. But uh, let's see. What else I want to get to? What else would I like to get to on my on my motherfucking phone? Let me check. Let me check. Where we at? Uh Oh, school. Do I want to speak on this? Well, yeah, I will. Speaking of, like I was saying earlier about me getting a new job, I recently graduated. 
I think I spoke on this my last podcast. And I've been thinking about going back to school for IT. For for the simple fact of, okay, just like we're doing that package handling and that labor shit, nigga, I'm not trying to do that shit. See, the truth of the matter is I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. And, and, and you could almost say it's to no fault of my own. For all the motherfuckers that believe in horoscopes and all that shit, uh, if you look at the Leo joint, is what it says. We can we we can be lazy. Apparently, it's just naturally in me, I guess. We can be lazy. So I'm not trying to do all that labor. I done enough of that shit growing up. You know how many times Brown used to have me out there tossing wood, digging holes, all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And when I look at jobs for IT, nigga, they be popping up everywhere. And this is the reason why I'm thinking about it. It's because of the fact that I love L.A. I fuck with L.A. I'm not married to L.A. L.A. is expensive. Rent is expensive. Parking is expensive. Gas, expensive. Groceries, expensive. Shit expensive out here. I ain't got no problem dipping. I ain't got no problem dipping. I have no problem going to Texas. Shout out Houston. I ain't got no problem going to Dallas. Lord knows I'd hate to do it just because of the summer, but I ain't got no problem going to Phoenix. I might not have no problem going to Atlanta. Major market. But what I went to school for, film, entertainment, media, that shit ain't everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. Hold up. Cause them songs about to come up. I got a I got a classic for y'all niggas today. I got a classic for y'all niggas today. That shit just got brought back to my attention. I got I got one for y'all motherfuckers today. I got one of them joints. I got one of them joints lined up, nigga. <laughs> I got one of them joints lined up at the end of the episode, nigga. Oh, uh, so yeah, like. If I type in radio or some film shit in Phoenix, nigga, ain't nothing really coming up. Maybe one page of jobs. Atlanta, a, a couple pages, but not a lot. You know? Uh, just hella, there's just, for what I'm doing, I'm kind of, I'm in the entertainment capital of the world. You know what I'm saying? So these jobs are plentiful, but at the same time, you know, it's tough. It's competition. You know what I'm saying? And uh, when it really come down to trying to start a family and shit like that, I, I, I want to be able to make money. 
I want to be able to make money. I want to be able to have a, a decent life that's not just crazy physically taxing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to hate my job and be bored as hell of it, I want it to at least be easy. To be somewhat plush in comparison to, you know, whatever the the, the other comparison to being a fucking package handler and shit like that. Tossing boxes and shit around like, nigga, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be miserable at my job and be aching it like, nigga, no, no. So I'm like, nigga, I, I got to fuck around and figure out some some IT shit, you know, start start off somewhere as a help desk and and shit like that, you know. Um, so anyways, I'm thinking about that and shit. And I was having a conversation the other day uh with a shorty and we was like and we was just talking about school and all this and that shit and then i got to thinking and i was like you know uh oh because because she was talking about what classes she has uh she was talking about when she was in school in germany uh one of the classes she had was something about like law or something and it wasn't nothing really the lawyer like about a lawyer or anything but it was just like random shit about law it was just like what the fuck is this class for you know and she uh she's going back to school out here in LA and she was like she looked at her classes again and low-key that same goddamn class again something about law or whatever it's just like what the fuck and we was just talking about how like you know uh like in high school like I wasn't really good at math she didn't really like science and she didn't really like science and and shit like that. And it was just like, you know, like, what's the point? You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I was always thinking. Like, like all them years I was trash as, trash as hell at geometry, trash as hell at fucking algebra and shit like that. Like, and not once since I graduated high school, here I am, 28, going on 29 next month. Ain't nobody ever told me. Ain't nobody ever asked me to find why. Nobody ever told me X plus five equals what? Ain't nobody ever asked that question. You know, like, how pointless was that shit? How fucking pointless was that shit? So then I got to thinking, I was like, you know, (laughs) I'm like, how... I was like, you know, outside of elementary school, how necessary is school really? Like, once you learn how to read, once you learn how to add and subtract, multiply and divide, learn how to write a sentence and shit like that, how fucking necessary It's school because the shit that they teaching us ain't got shit to do with shit. Ain't got shit to do with shit. Niggas is not teaching us taxes. Niggas is not really teaching you how to write no check. Niggas is like, like, just like America. And this racist, this racist ass system. 
our entire our whole education system needs to be renovated. Why are we still learning about shit as if it's the 1980s? Nigga, we got internet now. We got, again, IT. We got social media. We got YouTube and all this, like, there's so much shit that should be added to the curriculum, I feel like. Like, nigga, we don't even, again, like I said, we don't even know about taxes. We don't even know about, like, this is, like, that's crazy. It's crazy that we learn about motherfucking social studies and civics and history. We learn about shit that's damn near a lie. Christopher, Christopher Columbus discovered America. Like niggas been saying, how you discover something that won't even lost? How you discover some shit that people was already at? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Why are we learning about this? Instead of shit that really can help a motherfucker out in the day and age that we living in. This shit crazy. This shit is literally crazy. Shit so crazy. So yeah, I don't I, I don't get it. I and and I guess well I get it. I, I do get it actually. I, I, I do I guess I'm really just playing devil's advocate. I do get why school is necessary. I think it's necessary because it gives motherfuckers enough time after elementary school. School elementary school is very essential. Very necessary. Again, because it's just the basics. It's the basics of simply trying to make it through life. If you learn how to read in fifth grade, if you learn how to read and multiply and add and shit in fifth grade, low-key, my nigga, it seems like that's all you need in life. It seems like. Especially, I mean, again, especially when you're going through middle school and high school and you literally just learning new levels of the same shit but i guess it's necessary to learn all that extra shit so you can figure out which path it is you want to take like because the truth of the matter is i didn't realize i was super trash at math until I got to seventh grade. I remember being in motherfucking seventh grade and it came down to the motherfucking wire. Y'all know we used to have them final exams. Midterm exams in fucking January, February. Final exams the last week of school. Boy, oh boy. When I mean to tell y'all, seventh grade math, 
had me in a loop all goddamn year. It literally came down to that final exam for me to pass fucking seventh grade. I think I got a D on that shit. And I was struggling, boy. But I think I got a D on that motherfucker. But again, that's when I realized I was mad ass. Mad ass at math. But seventh grade is also where I realized that I was pretty good in English. Just being able to come up with stories and being able to write my shit, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was always good at English in, in school. Always pretty trash at math. Not paying attention, honestly. Uh, depending on the year, I was decent at science, depending on the year. You know, history, I was pretty I was pretty good at that. History, whatever came along with that, civics, social studies, whatever the fuck. I was pretty cool on that, you know. But yeah, I guess I guess school from middle school to high school it just gives cats uh a chance to figure out what they're good at and how that may determine their path moving forward throughout the rest of their uh educational career going on in college and shit like that. Like if you good at math or you good at science or whatever, then you might want to be an engineer. You might want to be, I don't know, a chemist or some shit like that. You know, if you're good at math, you might again, want to be an engineer. You might want to be whatever the fuck, you know, careers deal with math an accountant and, and shit like that. If you're good at social studies and civics and shit, who knows? I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what that fucking translates into. English, you know, if you find your, yourself, you know, if you find that you're excelling at that at every level, you might want to be a writer. You might want to work for the newspaper or whatever. Like, So I guess I get it in that sense but it's still just like y'all niggas is not teaching us nothing else like again how is shit that is really mandatory in life not being taught to us for the first 18 years like for what how the fuck is me like, again, how the fuck is money and taxes and knowing, like, the housing market and shit like that? Like, how is that? Even if that shit probably would have been boring as fuck and I wouldn't have wanted to do it in high school. Why are you not going to force feed me that shit in comparison to force feeding me the motherfucking... What's the word? The uh what's the shit? The uh the uh the tables. Not the timetables, but the uh the like breaking bad, the chemi the the chemics, uh the chemical shit, the elements. 
nigga, as far as I know, the only ones I really need to know is oxygen and carbon dioxide. What's that, H2O and CO2? And y'all niggas wanted me to damn near remember the whole fucking joint. It's like 30, 40 on the motherfuckers on there. Oh, what the fuck I need to know, know about iron for, nigga? I don't give a fuck about no goddamn graphite. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about graphite. But you're not going to force feed me. You know what I'm saying? That if I make more than $20,000 that my motherfucking taxes is going to be a whole lot less than what I thought it was going to be. My tax income. I mean, my, you know, my, my, my income tax. What? Y'all niggas is tripping. Bugged out for real. Bugged out for real. But yeah, you know, that that's it on that. That's all I wanted to really, you know, I was just wondering. Just something to think about. Like, damn, how, you know, you, you, niggas might have to start homeschooling. You might have to homeschool your chap. You might got to homeschool your chap. You know? But no, nah, you don't want to do that. You, you can't need that social experience, you know? You can't need that social experience. Uh, learn if he a bully. Learn if she a learn if she a bully. But learn if they not. Learn if they know how to you know just be the cool kid. So I you know, you know. But then again, who knows? Uh, for my last topic, this one kind of deep. It ain't deep, but you know it kind of uh. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of there. It's kind of there on the motherfucking. Uh, it made me feel away when I when I think about it. it. Made me feel away when I speak on it. I was um, as y'all know, from the last episode. Uh, me and Kobe are not together. We just share an apartment now. Due to me. Do I have regrets? Yes. Do I want her back? I do. Again, why? Because I feel like I'm losing my best fucking friend. I'm losing one of my best fucking friends. That was really, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. They say that's what makes relationships work. You gotta be friends with a motherfucker. We was really friends. That was my nigga. But with that being said, I was watching motherfucking 13 Reason Why the other day. And I've been thinking about this, but when I seen the shit on TV, it just triggered me again. Uh, Clay was dating the one girl. I forgot what her name was. I forgot what Shorty's name was that he was dating. The bitch with the tattoos and shit like that rode the scooter. She ended up going to the hospital and all this and that shit. Tried, she was sad or whatever. 
I don't know, tried to cut herself. Who fucking knows? She storms out of Clay's house. And uh, a couple months later, she's in, I don't know, rehab facility or a mental health hospital or some shit, getting better, doing that, this and that shit. She's able to have some visitors. Clay comes and talks to her. They're kicking it. And Clay, I want to say, uh, expresses his love for her and all this and that. And then Shorty pretty much tells him, oh, she says how she's going to get a fresh start. She's not coming back to Liberty, to the high school they go to. So Clay's like, damn, why? What, what's going on? Like, with your parents, this and that shit. She was saying how she was about to go move with her aunt or her grandparents or some shit, you know, and this and that. And he's like, damn, you know, why your parents? And well, then Shorty lets it be known this is actually my choice. This is my decision. You know, I got to get better. I got to get better. So it's my decision to to leave. The look on Clay's face, distraught. And then she says some shit that, like I said, triggers me. And it's been triggering me for some months now. She tells Clay, I can love you and still let you go. I can love you and still let you go. Me and Kobe, again, I've been trying to figure out a way, figure out how to finagle and weasel my way back into this girl's heart and life. And she always be hitting me with, I love you, I always will. I don't want a relationship. I don't want to be with you. But I want to be friends. And for the life of me, I do not understand. I do not get the concept of how people can say that to to one another. How do you tell someone that you were in a romantic relationship with that you don't want no parts of that kind of relationship again? You don't want no parts of a romantic relationship again. 
but you would like to be platonic because you still value that person. It throws me for a motherfucking loop. I'm like, how in the fuck can you really sit here and tell me how I really mean so much to you and all this and that and how you still want to be friends like this is all right so this is something that kobe will say i'm like look let's come on let's do this again because she'll say she'll say when you broke up with me and i spent those three nights in a hotel by myself every thought in my every emotion came over me i had every thought of quitting my job hightailing it back to phoenix and doing all this and that and she was just saying how like you know it could have went bad the relationship could have went bad and all like it the breakup could have went a whole lot worse than it did but we're actually still cordial we don't hate each other we don't this and that shit we're still cordial but it could have went way worse it could have went way south way left and now i don't know if this is how she truly feels but she has said i don't want to get back together because if we get back together and we don't work we're really never going to speak to each other again we're we're just going to we're just going to really call it quits and just really be out of each other's lives now i look at that and i'm like well nigga that's worth the risk ain't that worth the risk Am I crazy? Like, does that? I'm because I'm like, all right. If we not gonna be romantic, if we not gonna go for the goal of life partners, wife, husband. Parents, because look, because of things that have happened prior in our relationship, if you follow the podcast, you know that me and Kobe have had our ups and downs. Because of prior shit, I'll be honest. I was scared. I was hesitant. I wasn't sure how hard and how heavy I wanted to commit because 
a nigga was truly scared of just being hurt again, honestly. But I couldn't help the fact that I still loved her. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't help it. I couldn't help I still felt strongly about Shorty. But I did want to take it slow. Uh, And I did keep my guard up. I did have my guard up. I had my guard up, man. I did. Um, And looking back, looking back, I wasn't wrong for feeling that way or feeling like I should, but I was wrong. I was wrong for being in a relationship that way. That's the beauty of love. That's the double-edged sword of love. The shit hurt. But you can't be with somebody that you can't be vulnerable with. How you supposed to be with someone that you're not fully going to open up with, open up to? Hmm. Damn. Now that I say that, hmm. Now that I say that, I guess I feel even more of what Kobe was saying of why she prefers women over men. Because bitches, they just open up quick. In two weeks. They just letting it, they just, they just, they just let it all pour out, however they feel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, hmm. So I guess I do get that connection. Hmm. Yeah, I ain't never gonna get this bitch back. But I'm like, how the fuck? Like, Shorty, you were supposed to be my first on shit. Whether it worked out or not, you were supposed to be. Nigga, she's supposed to be the mother of my goddamn children. At least one of them. Brooklyn or Connor. She was supposed to be the mother of one of them niggas. If not both. If not all. We had a max of potential five. I really only wanted two. Be cool with three. If I'm rich, I'll take the five. For a shizzle. But, uh... And I'm like, see... She be saying that shit to me about being friends and shit and not wanting to risk us not being cool and this and that. But I'm like, nigga, I can't do that. Like, I can't operate. I can't just be friends with you. Nigga, I love you like a motherfucker. I miss you like a motherfucker. I don't think if I'm being totally honest right now. If I'm being totally honest, right? It's not even if I'm being, it's just, it's just what it is. Right now, in this very moment, it is hard for me to see, think, or believe that for the rest of my life, I won't be thinking about Kobe if we never get back together. I won't be thinking. That was the one. That was the one that got away. It's hard for me to think in this moment and believe. That. Anytime I seen her with someone else, whether it was tomorrow, 
even though she with people now, next year, five years from now, I'm happy with my wife. I'm ha- I'm happy with my family. That I still wouldn't feel away when I see her with somebody. Like, damn, that's what she. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now, I could find someone else that gives me that feeling of like, nah, this is really, you know what I'm saying? This is really, this is really who I'm supposed to be. You know, as time goes on, I might not even be thinking about it like that. But at this day and at this point in time, it is very hard for me to think that it would be otherwise. So when a motherfucker really be trying to tell me how much they care about me and how much and all this and that. And how much and how and, and, and honestly, that's what pisses me off, though. Because it makes me feel like you really just insulting my intelligence. You don't really mean that. When we get when we move out this motherfucking apartment in September, I'm gonna be out of sight, out of mind. Now it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because she already know how I am or how I might be. But she was like, she was like, see, I like to think that. Moving forward, when I hit you up, you're gonna hit me back. When I call you, you gonna I'm gonna pick you gonna pick up. Because I would. She won't. She won't. But I already know that though. But it's funny because she was like, but you probably just gonna be petty. And when I call you, not pick up, and then text me back like three hours later talking about something you call, and I thought I would die laughing when she said that one day. Because honestly, that's exactly how it would be. Because honestly, see, I'm already trying to do it now. I'm trying to rid myself of her now because, like I said, I can't be friends. We don't even talk now. I. We don't even talk. She tried to say something to me, I'll just ignore her. Because it's like, I don't want to talk about no small talk. I want to talk about why you don't want to fuck with me. I want to talk about how we can get this thing back. You know? But anytime I try to bring it up or whatever, you know, this shit just a, a trigger for her. She just lose her goddamn mind. She just get angry as hell and then she just pack up a bag and then just go over to her bitch house or whoever the fuck she fucking with you know but then again it's just like it's like nigga you don't want to be friends with nobody that make you feel like that like nigga I don't get it I don't get the whole being friends with your ex am I off in that like, how does that shit work? Bitch, we done had pregnancy scares. A couple of them. What are we supposed to be friends about? How does that... 
I need niggas to let me know. I need niggas to let me know. I need niggas to let me know, man. Like, how can how how like don't don't tell me, bro. Don't tell me. Outside of my mama, outside of my grandma, outside of my aunts and uncles, shit depending on even then. Don't tell me I love you and I always will. Don't tell me. Don't tell me that. I don't want to hear that from nobody outside of my mama, my daddy, and my grandparents. I don't want to hear that shit. The fuck? I love you and I always will. Man, get out of my goddamn face. Anybody trying to hear that shit? Shit sounds stupid. Shit sounds stupid, man. Gonna tell me, come on, dog. Like, what, what? Like, what's the point of telling? Like, how? I don't understand. What's the point of telling someone that? What purpose does that serve? What's the purpose? What's the purpose of not letting go fully? If you gonna let go, just like in a relationship. If you're going to fully commit, or if that's the intention to fully commit, if the intention is to have someone out your life, what's the point of the lip service? And if it ain't lip service, what's the point of the effort? How? I don't know. I could just be crazy, and I could just be, you know, heartbroken, low-key. Again, you know. What 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 I say in that one? What's up? What I say in that one rap? Uh, I'm addicted to mistakes. You know. Regret, yeah. Regret is a drug. Regret is a drug, and I'm addicted to mistakes. Shit, crazy. So it could just be a whole lot of that talking. I could just be, you know, high off regret. I could just be high as hell off regret. And why and why the shit just so cloudy and why I can't see it clearly, but the shit just don't make no sense to me. The shit don't make I'm like, Shorty, how the like she gonna tell me the same way you've been realizing that you want me, I've been realizing too. And I'm like, God damn, like to me, it's like nigga, it ain't that much realization in the world. You gonna call me a bitch ass nigga the other day because I was scared to commit. I was scared to get married and all this and that. You seem to be so sure you say. But nigga, it took a couple months. We broke up in January. Bitch, by March, you was already telling people how you love them and you know, it was a good week with my ex, but I'm trying to see things. You know, I'm just making sure I, I don't see things that's not there and all this and that shit. Like, that's all it took. But you were so sure. You were so sure you wanted to be with me forever. And that's all it took. All it took for me was to jump out. All it took for me was to fuck up once. Now, granted. That fuck up was a build up. I will be honest to say that. Because like I said before, I had my guard up. I had my guard up. 
I was scared. I was hesitant. So in more ways than one, I was letting that be known. So I guess in her moments of realization, naturally that comes with reflection. And I guess I can see. When reflecting back on some shit, maybe I can see how she thinks or have come to the point of, you know what? Actually, it ain't this nigga. Because all the shit he was doing, all the shit he was saying, and now he want to make a fuss and fight, hoop and holler about how much he loved me and want to come back and all mistakes and this and that, but you weren't saying all this and that, nigga, when you was saying all this and that. I get it. I do get it. Or I can I can understand it. I can see. I, I don't even necessarily want to say I understand it, even though I do, but I don't really want to say that. But I guess I can see it. But my whole thing is still like if we can if we comparing the moments to each other, Shorty, bitch, I deserve a second chance. Nigga, I deserve a second chance. Like, yeah, I fucked up and all this and that, but nigga, like Come on, dog. What I did in comparison to what you did. And I still found a way to find some faith and belief in us, at least in how I felt. But again, and maybe that's what upsets me, too, is like maybe what upsets me is the fact that I'm envy. I'm envy. I'm envious of her maybe having the self-respect enough to maybe know that we're toxic that we're maybe not a healthy relationship, even though, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how everybody else's relationship is. And honestly, she was my first relationship since I was maybe fucking, I don't know, 19 or 20 or some shit. Like I was single for, I was single my whole four years in the military. So, I don't even know. I don't even know how relationships really supposed to go. <laughs> so I don't know how shit, you know what I'm saying? But I guess for me, it felt kind of normal, you know, that sometimes you get on my fucking nerves. Sometimes everything ain't all good. Sometimes shit is great. Shit be lovely. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, so I say that to say, because she has been in more relationships than I have, maybe she just recognizes the pattern of, like, this ain't worth it. And I am only going off of emotion, of just, I, I know that at the end of the day I can't help but, knowing my heart that I love this girl to death. 
that knowing my heart, me and Shorty really clicked on on wild levels. Knowing my heart, Shorty was really my motherfucking best friend, man. Like I, I used to tell niggas, I, I used to tell Weezy all the time, like, like this really my nigga. Like Kobe was really my nigga. So I and so maybe I'm just envious and shit that like I can't see that really this ain't worth it. That there's been too much damage done and we are just better as friends, which again, to me, I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in that shit. I don't think anyone believes in that shit. Like, if you ain't got no kids and shit together, or you weren't already friends years prior to y'all dating, I don't see how people, you know, how? Because, and I guess because most breakups just end with hurt. So I don't get it. I don't get it, you know? Uh, and being that we were cordial and cool or whatever the case, there's a lot more to this shit that I don't know from her part, I believe, from her side that I'd be trying to get out of her, but she just won't say it. And I'm not going to necessarily go into the theories and shit that I think that it is right now. I'm not going to go into that right now, but if you ask me, there's a whole lot more that goes into just the simple fact of me breaking up with her and me being like, I think, yeah, there's a whole lot more. There's a whole lot more to it. But anyways, that's it. I didn't go on 70 minutes. That's about an hour 10, you know, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, so anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, this next motherfucking song that is about to come up, let me just say, again, it's a throwback. It's a classic. I remember when this shit hit the motherfucking internet. It took us by storm. It took us by storm. My nigga came through with the wave cap. My nigga came through with the do-rag. My nigga came through with the turtleneck, a single gold chain on him, a single gold chain on him, a single gold chain. You know what I'm saying? Uh, video is crazy. So simple and basic, but this shit was just like, yo. The aesthetic, we're like, what the fuck is going on? This was one of the hardest songs to come out that year. This was an amazing fucking song. And it kind of ties into this last segment. So without further ado, let it rock.
had to. I had to. And just know that last segment. Just know that last segment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wody. See my face when I slide through. Every place I will find you. Every time we fell apart. Girl, I see it in the stars Baby, hold my hand Let me be your man Let me take you away from the cold Baby, be my diamonds and gold Wander through the dead with you caught up in my head Thinking I'm a my brain with less I'ma end my life without you Baby, let's just see what these clouds do I'm not so perfect Baby, yeah, you're worth it Come right here hey. Girl, let me see you working Now we closing curtains Come right here
All right. That was Corbin, formerly known as Spooky Black, without you. Again, real niggas remember. (laughs) Real niggas remember this motherfucking song sweeping the nation. My nigga came through with the white motherfucking wave cap. Nigga came through with the white wave cap, the turtleneck, the black do-rag and shit, walking through the snow like, who is this nigga? Who is this nigga? (laughs) Fucking white dude. Who the fuck is this nigga, yo? Like, oh, shit. I I damn near want to run that shit back, bro. But, um, yeah. Anyways, all right, y'all. I'll be back with another episode. I think my next episode is either going to be with Free Weez. I think I'm going to have a guest for my next episode. Uh, probably a returning guest. I, I, I need to do one with my homegirl, uh, A-List. I need to do one with her. I need to do one with my nigga, uh, Free Weezy. He want to do one. Uh, shout out my boy, Nav. He trying to get I need to get back with my nigga, Nav, just to feel his energy. Uh, my nigga, my nigga Nav always somewhere. Just he just seemed happy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and he be going crazy with the art and shit now. My nigga Nav is dead nice. But uh, anyway, so yeah, next ep- next episode probably coming next week. Uh, try to make it a little shorter, maybe a little longer. Who fucking knows? I don't even know. But uh, it's been a good one. Please like, share, subscribe. I don't know when, I don't know when, I don't know when. I'm going to really get back to it, but I need to really get back to the podcast game, man. But like I said, I've really been writing. I've really been fucking with the music. I ain't been dropping, but I've been fucking with the music and shit like that. So that's kind of something that's, you know, it's kind of a different mindset. It's, it's a little different mindset for the for the podcast, you know, especially with just one person. Uh. And like I said, if I if I if I got on this bitch weekly, how I'm supposed to, man, please. Man, please. Y'all wouldn't even want to hear me, dog. Y'all wouldn't even want to hear me. And I'd be giving up too much information. You him. But uh all right, y'all. It's been a good one. It's your one and only. Jagger Jack. VA, I love you. And I'm out.